Here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you want to go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm going to bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. So what is going on? Jason Liu here for another episode of the business of feeling good. And I'm excited to kind of dive into a little bit of the deeper end around some of the lessons and growth that I've had an opportunity to be confronted with, and at the same time, um, have the ability to have the tools um, through coaching, through reading, through self-reflection, to be able to reprogram some of those limiting beliefs and those thoughts and those areas that really don't serve us anymore. So today's going to be a little bit all over the board, but I hopefully I'm going to share with you guys two stories that can serve you in some capacity. So if you are coming up against resistance, there's a process and a methodology to be able to attack, reprogram, and redirect that energy. So the topic today is really around this idea of what we resist persists. And it's this really interesting process, if you can look at it a little bit like a screaming child, that the further you walk away, the further you 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 try to separate yourself, the more that child can then wail and cry, um, which for young parents that are trying to do sleep training, it's a whole different conversation and story. But you guys get the analogy, hopefully, that the areas of your life or the things that are screaming at you, the further you back away, the louder they get. And this became really prevalent in both my own experience and also in coaching clients. I'll share with you guys a little bit around what's happening right now um, in my world. And I've been very fortunate to have people reach out, ask for one-on-one coaching, ask for group coaching. Um, that are beginning to show up in my world. And as someone that, I don't want to call myself necessarily a people pleaser, but as someone that traditionally likes to be liked, (laughs) likes to be thought of as a nice person, um, the area that I am most confronted at at times currently is the ability to say no to people. And so I'll give you an example really quickly. I had a client that came to me um, looking for help on his business. And he reached out, um, great business, incredible individual, but something felt wrong. I shouldn't say wrong, felt off. And I went back to the individual, gave him what I thought would be a larger than normal price. Um, and they came back and said, sure, let's move forward. And so what was interesting was what I resisted was what my gut was telling me, what my intuition was leaning me into, which was... This is probably not a great fit. And so as opposed to confronting that, what I began to do was find other ways, other ways around the mountain to avoid the conversation that I knew I needed to have, which was an honest conversation about why I couldn't take this person on as a client. And so again, what we resist persists. And so that voice got louder and louder until I had to have the conversation and said, look, I think you're an incredible individual. I think your business is fantastic. I just don't know that I'm the right fit, nor do I believe I can give you the energy or the expertise that you deserve. And so what I ended up doing was referring him a couple different resources, a couple different individuals that could better or further that conversation for this individual. And 
what happened as a result of that was this huge weight. Because to be honest, a lot of us get in the game of entrepreneurship and we think about the big goals and the money and how much money we could be making and the things that we want to do with it. And what I've learned over this process is that money is the byproduct and the real finite source and the real finite resource, I should say, is our energy and our time. It's We get in this game, especially if you're doing this from a place of, I want to use my gifts, talents, and abilities to serve other people, that when we get out of alignment, when we find that place where we're no longer in being congruent with who we are and what we believe in and what we stand for, it's really easy to leak energy. It's really easy for that um, passion, that fulfillment, that joy that we find when we're doing the work we're meant to go do can dissipate so quickly because we're placing this energy in areas that we're really honest with ourselves are not congruent. And so if there are areas in your life right now that feel like they're sucking and draining, it's worth taking a moment to really look at them and saying, am I doing this because I'm avoiding having a conversation? Am I doing this to please someone else? And does this really serve me at the highest level? Now, I can hear some of you already saying or thinking in your mind right now, well, that's easy for you to say, Jason, like, what if I need to pay the bills? What if I need to take this client on, even though it's not my favorite? And I want to honor that. Every situation is different, nor should this ever be an overarching theme. But I will also say that when you come from a place of scarcity, like this is my only client, this is the only one that I'll have, then what you're doing is giving off the vibe, the energy, the vibration that that is what you attract. And I'm a huge believer out there that if you're in this place where you say, if I show up, if I give, if I deliver value, then the right people, the right clients will show up. And I truly believe this. Then you come from a place of abundance. You come from this place where if you're able to say no to the opportunities that don't serve you, what you really get in return is the energy, the time, and the focus to take on the client, the project, the program that deserves you. So I hope that helps you. And I hope that's something that can serve you. But I want to share with you the second story, because again, this goes back to what resists persists. And so I had a conversation with a brand new client and he and I were talking about this idea around having a lot of resistance around social, having a lot of resistance of showing up on social media and his words were looking like everybody else, looking like every other person that's trying to get sales or trying to be an influencer out there. We had an entire discussion about this idea and we talked about what his goals were, what his business was and what he wanted to create. And what it came back to was that he had a very big idea of how he wanted to impact and the gifts he wanted to share and the tools he wanted to teach. And I said, is it fair to say that while I respect the fact that you don't want to show up like everybody else, that there is a price that you are paying by not showing up with the social and more importantly there is something that you are gaining getting um receiving by not showing up on social see in every single transaction that we do whether we're conscious of it or not every decision that we make whether we decide to do something or not there's a payoff there's a payoff some of you have received a payoff when you go to the gym consistently maybe not in the days of covid but yes in the 
going to the gym means something to you. It's significance and how you look, how you feel, who you see, how they see you. But there is an intrinsic understanding or payoff for doing that action. You can talk to a completely separate person. And there's also the reason why they don't go to the gym. There is a payoff for them to be able to sit at home saying, I'm not like everybody else. I don't have to go to the gym or I don't have to get criticized if I go to the gym. I don't have to be seen as someone trying if I go to the gym. There's always a payoff, whether we're conscious of it or not. And so the conversation ended up going towards what's the payoff? And at first he said, there's no payoff. There's, there's absolutely no payoff. I'm not getting anything out of not going on social. And we begin to pull back the layers, pull back the layers. And we, what we really found was that there were three major, what I like to call hooks, that were the payoffs in him not, being, him not having to show up on social. The first one was he got to avoid criticism. He got to be avoid his friends or his peers seeing him as someone that was trying or doing um, the silly dances on TikTok or um, trying to be an influencer. So he got to be able to self-isolate, self, um, uh, you know, take care of himself from, from criticism, right? He got to put the shield up and he didn't have to be criticized because he wasn't playing the game. So it was the first payoff. Second payoff was, was that he felt that if he did achieve these goals, if he actually went out there and achieved all these parts of his life, that he would lose his friendships. And more importantly, that he might lose the important relationships in his life. I said, ooh, interesting. So what you're telling me first is that you're staying offline so you don't get criticized. And if you do go online right now, the belief is that when you become successful, that you lose the loving relationships in your life. That's a lot of pain to overcome. And three was that if you were to go out there and be on social, become successful, that there'd be people out there to ridicule him. There'd be people to come and criticize his work, to deal with haters or to deal with trolls in the comment section. And so outside looking in, it's really easy to see, um, but it's hard when we're in it ourselves. And we all have these areas, if we're really honest, of these hooks that are holding us back, these hooks that are keeping us in the place and that's what keeps us stuck. And what I had him do was this exercise and said, do you recognize that these are stories? Do you recognize that these beliefs are not necessarily fact, right? When you show up on social, these three things happen. Judgment. If I make it all the way, people will leave me in my relationships and there'll be trolls that'll come after me. Do you see that these are stories, that, that there is not necessarily fact in there? And he said, yeah, I see that. I said, if you recognize that they're stories, the beautiful part of this experience is to recognize the fact that these stories can be changed. See, we all have stories that serve us. We all have beliefs that serve us. And we have those that don't. Some of us serve us really well, like we talked about maybe at the gym, maybe in our relationships, maybe at our careers. And we have areas of our life that it, they no longer serve us. And so the benefit of having a coach sometimes, this is not a conversation about why you should have a coach, is being able to have someone called BS on your thoughts. Because... What happens, you can go back to the days of, of, uh, of Yoda and Jedi or wherever you want to take this conversation, they can grow rich in Napoleon Hill, right? Your belief systems dictate your thoughts, your thoughts dictate your actions and your actions determine your reality. It's what you see in the world. So while one person sees social media as an incredible tool to connect, to create deeper relationships, to create a bigger impact, another person says ridicule, another person sees 
um, lack. Another person sees um, pain, struggle, and troubles, which is right. The answer is both. Both are technically right and both are technically wrong. But it's a belief system that someone has set and then found proof time and time again. If someone's looking for criticism online, it's an easy place to find criticism. If your system or GPS is set to what I see on here is genuine connection, authentic people, and people that are looking to build real relationships, then you have a very different outlook and your brain will look for them. So the homework to this individual was to then go back to these three belief systems and create new ways of thinking, which I know is really challenging, which I know is, is an opposite reality of what you traditionally know, but it's a really powerful experience to be able to look back out on the relationship factor saying when I am successful, right? The people that genuinely love me and genuinely care about me will be there for me is a very different belief system that when it becomes successful and powerful, that everyone I love will leave me. So that when those moments happen, when those areas come in, when those moments of like, should I post, should I not post? And the thought is everyone's going to leave me. Of course you won't post. But if you can remove the hook from the backside of you, remove the hooks that are holding you back, that are connected to the parachute, that are slowing you down, what begins to happen is you have completely new pathways to when these experiences show up, not a motivation, not a let's get raw, raw and fired up about it. But now you have an option. There's a fork in the road for you to choose. So what I'm getting here today and the lesson I'm trying to impart, hopefully if I've done it in a proper way today, is to recognize first and foremost that your lesson, your gift, the thing that you are meant to learn right now in this moment is in the thing that you're resisting. If you can at first identify what that thing is that you are resisting, you've made the first step in awareness. The second is to catch yourself right now, right? What is it? What is that thought that leads me to the spiral? So if it's posting on social, what is the fear that I have happening if I do this? And if you can take a step back and say, what are the facts of the case? What are the genuine just facts? The facts is I'm posting. That's the only fact. There's no determined outcome from one post. It's just a fact. You post it. That's the only tangible thing that you did. And then you get to assign what that means. And what if you could attach a story that aligns with what your mission is? When I post on social, the right people show up for me. The right people are attracted from, to me. When I post on social, the people that are meant to hear my message do. And they love it and it impacts them. So you have the ability to rewrite these stories, rewrite these belief systems so that they serve you. So if there's anything out of today, I hope it brings some awareness. I hopefully it brings you this ability to just look under the hood, see what's there, and see if there's something you're resisting. Cheers. Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG, and that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going and it's how I craft the content that's better gonna impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.